one thing is, you know, knowing your personal boundaries and not being afraid to use your voice to speak up for others. Um, and the reason why that's important to me is my entire life, I, you know, I've always worked through like sickness, injury, like I, you know, I thought of taking time to rest and recuperate as a luxury rather than a necessity. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. Start hitting record. Cool. Okay. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke. I'm joined today with Jennifer Young. Jennifer, you're a chiropractor, right? In the, the Bay Area as well. You're local, close to me. Yep. Nice. Um, give everyone a, a quick background as far as who you are, a little more detailed, what you do, who you help. Yeah, so uh, so I've been practicing since 2009. I graduated from Palmer West uh, in San Jose uh, in 2009, and um, I started my own practice in 2010 after working. I worked for somebody while I was in school and then for another year after I graduated and then uh, finally started my private practice in 2010. Uh, ended up joining an on-site uh, healthcare team uh, uh, in 2014. Um, and that's at a large tech company. I'm technically not allowed to say the name of, <laughs> okay. uh, but okay. I have been on site since 2014. I still have my private practice. It's now in Sunnyvale. Uh, obviously I'm not there, uh, very much, but, uh, but yeah, I, I help engineers and weekend warriors. Sometimes they're the same people. And, um, I also help a lot of people that I met through the theater industry um, prior to the pandemic. One of my biggest hobbies was uh, performing in musical theater shows, and I uh, made a lot of friends through that, and, uh, and I take care of uh, plenty of people in that industry. So yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. That's cool. I so do you notice any patterns? Like I, I do work with a lot of computer engineers too, like the patterns of, you know, sitting for eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Uh, have you noticed any patterns and what are some of the, the typical complaints that, that you see? Uh, neck pain and lower back pain. Definitely. Yeah. Those are, those are definitely the top two. <laughs> Generally from like, of course, like lack of activity and they're just like stuck right in that same position, like all day long staring at a computer screen. 
Yeah, they're not moving very much. They're in meetings back to back all the time. Um, or they, they've had like this longstanding injury or, uh, or problem and, you know, just never really knew how to take care of it or what to do for it. So a lot of my job is helping them figure out what works for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you, you typically do, uh, like mostly adjustments or only adjustments, or do you also do nutritional work, anything else like that? Or yeah, so I do adjustments, uh, sometimes exercise rehabilitation. Um, I, I actually do assign a lot of uh, exercises here and there. Um, some lifestyle coaching, but I don't consider myself like an official lifestyle coach. Like I just basically talk to the patient and try to figure out with them you know, what's going to work because everyone's a little bit different. And, you know, sometimes conventional advice is not feasible for them for that time. So, um, yeah, a lot of my work is being able to adapt to a patient situation and figure out what works for them. Nice. Yeah. That's the, the benefit of one-on-one, -on -one, right. Is that you have this depth of knowledge and then you can apply it specifically toward that one individual, depending on what they need. And, kind of get to know them and figure out what the best course of action would be for them. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so at what actually as a segue to the next question, what, what's sort of the time frame that you usually meet with people? Like, are you like, let's fix you up and then go along your way? Or do you tend to have people more long-term or is it kind of a mix of both? Kind of a mix of both. For most cases, I do recommend a certain number of follow-up visits. So typically someone will come to me for the initial visit and uh, depending on the severity or the chronicity of their complaint, um, you know, I, I might see them maybe once a week for like the first month. And then I really do my best to set expectations. Like here's what you can expect after each treatment. Um, here's what we can typically expect a month from now, two months from now. And, uh, and a lot of it is also working with the patient and, and having like coming to an agreement on how often they can come in or how often they need to come in. And then for the long term, you know, I always tell them, like, as much as I like seeing you, like, you shouldn't need to come see me all the time. So like my goal for you is to eventually, you know, only see you once a month, every other month, what's a quarter, whatever works for them. But for right now, you know, to address this problem, uh, you know, we can do a weekly visit or sometimes two or three times during the week, depending on how bad it is. Right. Right. Getting them kind of out of the mud. And then I, I, I respect that. Like the fact that you want to keep them away from you as much as possible once they're healthy, right? <laughs> Um, so Jennifer, knowing that probably, let's say, let's say 99% of the people watching this are, are never going to meet you. I'm hoping that you do get a few people interested in working with you. So that's the 1%, but, uh, for those people who are never going to meet you, what, what do you want them to know about how to, you know, uh, take care of their spine, how to keep themselves in good health? What are, what are some maintenance strategies so that they maybe never have to go to a chiropractor or, or can stay in the maintenance side and don't have to do the acute care. What would you tell yeah. them? Yeah, I would say the one thing that can set themselves up uh, for long-term success is 
move your body, <laughs> like just move your body, move it often. Um, you know, whatever form of exercise that you like to do, like, even if it's just going for a walk for 20 minutes a day, um, or getting up and, you know, taking a lap around your house, uh, you know, movement, like it's something that my colleagues and I say all the time, you know, movement is medicine. You know, we're not meant to sit for hours at a time. It's actually really exhausting and your muscles aren't, aren't designed for that. It's actually quite a lot of work for them to do that. So uh, if you got to change positions, you got to change positions. Like it used to be, you know, sitting was the new smoking, but then we found out standing all the time wasn't that much better either. So now it's a mix of both, you know, sitting and standing. And recently uh, I've been hearing more from my colleagues is, you know, the best posture is the posture you're comfortable in. And the moment it stops being comfortable, switch to a new one. And then you just keep going through that cycle until you get to you get through your work day. It's funny how that, uh, what you just said is just the sound of it sounds like common sense, right? Like I have four little kids. Uh, my oldest is 10 and they would tell you, well, yeah, of course, if I'm not comfortable, I'm going to move. Right. Like, and then we get to this point where we, you know, trust the experts and well, how should I sit? And you know, what's, even if that good posture is like the most uncomfortable thing in the world, you know, people will trust the expert over their own inner kind of intuition and their own feelings. But I like that. The best posture is the one that's comfortable, easy. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, Jennifer, I'd like to let you, like give you a chance to go really big picture with this. So uh, we talked a little bit about chiropractic, about, um, you know, visits, what that kind of looks like. And um, I like to end the show with a chance for you to become a motivational speaker. So let's say like a, a university just hired you to do a commencement speech or maybe a, a corporation, the unnamed corporation that you work with uh, has hired you to give like a keynote speech. Uh, what is your one to two minute motivational speech helping people to get the most out of life in general, like very big picture? My goodness. So I thought about, I've thought about this question on and off on a number of occasions. And unfortunately I don't have anything like new or profound. Um, I just have pieces of advice that I've learned for myself. And hopefully that is helpful to others. Um, one thing is, you know, knowing your personal boundaries and not being afraid to use your voice to speak up for others. Um, and the reason why that's important to me is my entire life, I, you know, I've always worked through like sickness, injury, like I, you know, I thought of taking time to rest and recuperate as a luxury rather than a necessity. And then eventually, um, I think actually it wasn't even early in my career. It was when I started chiropractic school and I was working as a personal trainer uh, and I was working pretty much every day. And I found out very quickly that was not sustainable. <laughs> so I, I had to, you know, that was my first lesson in, hey, you need to not work on Sundays anymore. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, like as you go out into the world and, you know, you're building your career and, or building a family, whatever it is that you want to do, like just knowing 
where, where your comfortable limits are, like what you're willing to extend yourself to, um, that could be really empowering for you to know, like, Hey, like we need to take a step back here. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That self-care, like you said, it's a necessity. It's not a luxury. It's something we need to do as you know, as a, you were a trainer and as a chiropractor, you know, that the muscles repair themselves during the rest. It's not during the workout. Exactly. And, you know, being a chiropractor, like that, that knowledge has expanded my mind even more because, you know, it's not, it's not just about, you know, the rest and recovery. It's, I don't know what I, what I do as a chiropractor is so much more than adjusting joints or, you know, cracking backs as, as people like to call it, like it's more than that. And what I actually do is make sure your mobility is really good or at its best that it can be so that you can go do the things that you want to do, you know, uh, work at your computer, you know, attend meetings and not be in pain all the time. Or, you know, if you're like me chasing your toddler around (laughs) and being able to keep up and not have to, you know, go, ouch, ouch, my back every five seconds. Right. Exactly. Those toddlers are vicious, man. (laughs) (laughs) They don't care. (laughs) They they run the universe. I have a two and a half year old. And I told her the other day, like a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, you're not the queen of the world. And she goes like this. Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I have a feeling my son's going to say something very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Once they're funny. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they're uh, a hoot though. <laughs> they're so fun. They, they, um, they give you the motivation to want to be healthy, want to stay young, want to be, like you said, limber, mobile, pain-free. And because uh, if you don't, if you're not proactive, then they will age you prematurely. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My husband and I say to each other all the time, you know, we need to, we need to do something about this. Uh, Cause yeah, our, our toddler definitely gives us a run for our money and, and we need to keep up with him all the time. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, thank you again, Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer Young joining us today on health in the real world. I really appreciate you joining us today and uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the house.